All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. It's your girl, Asia Absent. Good morning. I've got a guest with me today that I am over the moon about. I have been in her DMs uh, left and right. Y'all been asking for her. And you know, Jesus is right on time. Okay. I've, I've done my part and the Lord has done his part and brought us Isis Brianna. You know her from her reels going crazy, gathering us, teaching us every single week. Welcome Isis. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Let me tell you something. I'm very, very, very picky on the podcast that I do. And yours is absolutely amazing. Your audience is amazing. So I'm ready to do the dang thing today. <laughs> yes, you see that, y'all. You never hear ISIS on a podcast. So you know it is never. official. <laughs> so, okay, that's how I found you, Instagram. I was going through not even reels yet. I think just regular feed. And you popped up in reels. And I was like, oh, what's this chocolate girl? She cute. And then the content was so fire. I was learning so much in 15 seconds. I immediately had to follow you. And then you got into digital sales and strategy. And I was like, okay, yep, meant to be. She and I, we are in perfect alignment. Let me save and screenshot every single thing she does. Uh, but in case everybody else doesn't know you, can we get a little intro, a little bit of backstory on who Isis Brianna is and how you took over my Reels feed? <laughs> well, it's an honor to take over the feed. I, <laughs> that's great. I'm glad to know Instagram is showing my stuff. Um, but I am Isis Brianna. I am a business coach. And you know what? I'm not even going to lie. I never called myself a business coach. Everybody else did that for me. I just considered myself to be somebody who helped. I uh, actually started my business, I guess, almost three years ago now, which is absolutely insane. And I started my business because my best friend forced me to get on Instagram. I did not want to get on Instagram. Wait, did you not even have a personal page before? I had nothing. Oh, wow. I, had nothing. I was living my best life, a millennial with no social media, just living. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, you are a unicorn. <laughs> you didn't even have like a fake Twitter page? Nothing. Nothing. Wow. Not, not a thing. Not, I actually, so I had Instagram and I had Twitter when I was in high school, like when it first came out, like the 2011, well, I don't know if it's when it first came out, but yeah. the era of like 2011, uh, and I was like in 11th, 12th grade, and then I deleted it when I went to college. Got so, you. And so... Um, so my best friend, we were going to Puerto Rico and this is her words, quote unquote, not mine, y'all. I'm not conceited. My best friend was like, you're too cute not to have an Instagram. It's nothing <laughs> conceited about that. That's facts. You are too cute not to have an Instagram. Girl. And I was just like, oh, fine, girl. I didn't even create it. She created it, took my first picture, uploaded it. Uh, and then it went from there. And so she was actually the one posting for me when we were in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And I realized that was like the first trip that we had right before graduation uh, of college. And then after that, I continued to travel and I realized just how much I loved it. So my business kind of started, I wouldn't even say my business, my brand started with just being some kind of like travel blogger. Gotcha. Again, at the time I had no names for anything. I was just taking pictures. Um, and it was really cool because I started to also get into the space of editing pictures and all of that cool stuff. And 
I was like editing pictures all the time. And it wasn't until somebody DM'd me and said, how much are your Lightroom presets? Oh, I understood that this is something I can make money from. The light bulb <laughs> moment. See, the you were just minding your business, living your best life. <laughs> and the customers showed up to your DMs ready to buy something that you weren't even selling. You probably weren't even thinking about exactly. Selling. Yeah, I didn't even think that people could tell this. Right. And I, um, I started to send it out to her. So the girl who I was like, just cash out me like $5 girl. I knew what, I didn't know what anything was priced. Priced that, right. Cash out me. I just emailed her the file and it kept going from there. When I saw it's like, she left a review, like, oh my gosh, these presets are amazing. Other people was like, oh my gosh, I saw that you sent presets. Can you send me some? And it got to a point where I was like, I need a website. Cause I can't keep doing this. Right. One to one cash app, not yeah, going to cut it. We need a system. All day long. I had to be on my phone. I was already anti-Instagram. Got you. Like, Come on. So um, I created a website. The preset sold like crazy, like crazy, crazy, crazy. And it was at that point where I was like, I could probably quit my job. <laughs> From like, selling I, presets? From That's selling crazy. Presets. And I think, and for me, what I've learned too from that is that it's the messaging behind everything. It is the right, messaging. Right. I feel like everyone else at the time had presets out, just like, oh, this it's cute. It's my brand. Use my presets. But for me, I really fell in love with um seeing the world from a like a new lens I can't mm -hmm. explain it I really love street photography and I really love different cultures and so I created a preset uh for each place that I went to kind of show how I felt in that moment Got so it. when Got I it. went to Cuba I created Cuba presets that were really warm and earthly and inviting when I went to San Antonio I created ones that were like blue and really chill when I went to Paris I went some that were kind of like plush and pink and felt like really airy and I think people kind of fell in love with the messaging behind Heard. it and, and 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 feeling like they were there even if they weren't right See, that's the message right there that's the, get, <laughs> get, listen get rich crew I talk about this all the time it's not about having the best product it's about the best marketing. So Brianna's using the word messaging messaging 100% but marketing my friends like Photo editing and presets, it's its not reinventing the wheel. This is not rocket science. There are 8 billion photo presets that you can use for Instagram. But Brianna's had a specific messaging behind it and her marketing was different. That, that was her product differentiator. That's what made her stand out in the market. So make note that you guys don't have to reinvent the wheel with these products. You can just tailor your marketing to a different niche and be able to quit your job from Lightroom presets. Like my mind is blown. Absolutely. <laughs> I am so here for that. Okay. So those got big. You yes. realized you could monetize social media. Yes. That was the light bulb moment. Now, how do you go from realizing you can monetize social media as a kindergarten teacher? That's mm -hmm. the thing that kills me because yes. kindergarten teachers from what I know, make like $40,000 a year or something like that. And now you are a multiple six-figure earner. How did you turn that around in what, 18 months, two years? Yeah, it was from the time I started my business, <laughs> it was eight months until I quit my job. And when eight? I say quit, it was a comfortable quit. It was okay. Like Okay, it wasn't a struggle quit. It was it a, a I could have quit three months ago. <laughs> yes. Well, so um, that's the phrase of the week. A comfortable quit. Get into it. Quit. I like that. I like that. Like I could have been left, 
but I'm here for y'all. Yeah, I'm here for I the children. For the, stay for the kids, okay? I the year is over. Kids. It's time for me to go. <laughs> yes, I love that. How did it happen so rapidly? Well, when I'm honestly, I'm, I'm always been on talking about being obedient um, to where the Lord leads me. That's number one. I'm also really big on talking about where your audience is taking you and what they need. I feel like so many people try to stretch out their dream for the longest. Like, I want to do this. I want to put out this product. And your audience doesn't need it or care for it, right? Ooh. So I realized at a point where a lot of, it got to a point where like, you, I hit the like the preset plateau. Okay, uh, gotcha. Everyone who was going to buy my preset had already bought it. Had, mm -hmm. had been using them. And so I realized, okay, well, this train don't just stop here. Let me teach people. Because people started asking me, well, hey, your presets don't work for my feed, which I didn't take personally, and that's cool. Yeah. It don't work for my feed. Um, can you show me how to make my own? I really, I have a, something in mind that I kind of want to do. Can you help me do that? And so I started doing that one-on-one -on -one too. And then I realized quickly, I was like, I'm not doing this again. We're not doing the one-on-one -on -one trainings and all that. So I put out a course. And the course did really well too. Uh, the course was great. And I kind of sold that by saying, hey, these are how many, I literally took screenshots of people who said, hey, I'm following you because I love your page. I love your presets. I love the feel. And I sold it as that. I was like, hey, yeah. you looking for followers? You looking for growth? You looking for, these are people who said that they came to me and they loved my page because of this. Right. Again, Instagram was a lot more, I would say, uh, aesthetically based. A few At years ago, yeah, now, now you sure. got a good balance of content and aesthetic. For sure. Um, but yeah, so that really sold. And from there, it started to come for people just asking me for help in general. And I've never taught what I didn't know. So people would ask me, oh my gosh, how did you, uh, you know, how, can you help me sell my t-shirts? I'm like, absolutely not. Because so I, I don't sell t-shirts. I don't know no how I sell no t-shirts. But mm -hmm. if somebody was like, hey, can you help me sell a digital product? Can you help me sell my course? Can That's you my expertise. Yes. Can you show me how you marketed your presets? It kind of went from there and it continued to where I realized I was helping a certain type of person. I started going like the people who are giving out courses and, and coaching programs and one-on-ones and all that. They're in the space of being like some kind of educator, mm. some kind of coach. And I kind of transitioned into that. I went through a phase where I was helping solely with Instagram growth as well. So how to grow on Instagram, how to really connect with your audience beyond all that follow and unfollow stuff and call to action stuff, like how to actually connect with them. Uh, and I taught that for master classes. That kept going and that kept growing. And when I got to about, I think, 100 ladies who did the master class, I was like, okay, it's time for the next thing. Right, I'll time to graduate. Yeah, so I, I, I get bored pretty easy with stuff. So I was like, it's time for the next phase. Uh, and I started by membership. And the membership did amazing, too. Uh, I had open only for a year. And we got to a little over 400 members. I and love then that. I was like, okay, yeah, it was <clears> dope. <throat> it was Brown Girl Biz World. And I loved it. I'll probably bring it back only for coaches just to make it a little bit more niche specific. Okay, well, let's make sure we reserve my spot. Let me just put that right here on the air and sign me okay. up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I just kept, kept going and going. And eventually people were calling me their business coach and brands were asking me to come speak about stuff that I knew. I and love it. So yeah. It just came through. You just followed <laughs> your path and the universe led the way and you go from that. I mean, to me, that is a hero story going from kindergarten teacher to multi six figure business coach in two years, like two years guys is overnight. I hear so many people saying like, I don't want to launch a business. It's going to take me 
two, three, four years to get successful. Y'all just don't understand that time flies. Once you get started like yesterday, that it feels like (laughs) yesterday, that time will fly. And the thing is time's going to go by anyway, and don't live this shoulda, woulda, coulda life of what would I have become if I just launched the business when I said I was going to launch it? Like we don't do regrets here at Get Rich Crew. Okay. Before we get too much, too much deeper. I don't know if I said that right. Too too much more deep into your story. I need a cocktail. Um, I live in Miami. It's always cocktail time. What is the get? Well, listen, you're a digital nomad, sis. You can pull up. You can pull up anytime. It's the same weather where you live to where it is to the weather here. That's true. (laughs) We need the get drunk cocktail of the day. What does Isis have when she is ready to relax? She made $50,000 today. It's time to chill. What do you drink on? Oh, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna have to give two mm. because you hit me with, with two different things. I do have a a, a fifty thousand dollar day drink. I know that's have, right. And then I have like my relaxing drink. Okay, okay I need both. I, hit me. Okay, since you in Miami, if I'm on somebody's beach, I'm on vacation. It's always gonna be a mojito. Okay, okay, a classic. But you, but you, but you have to tell them when you order it or when you make it. Tell them don't play with my drink. Oh. That's all you say. You say it kindly, but you say, don't play with my drink. Oh. Because, you know, because, you know, with mojitos, they be watering it down. Wow. <laughs> As a former 10-year bartender, I am offended. Don't you listen. Listen, I love Isis. Don't you take that advice. Don't you walk up to the bartender and tell her, don't play with your drink. No, ma'am, you, you better be sliding the 20. Okay. No, no, no. Don't say it with a smile. No, no, no. Don't say it with a smile. Say it with a 20. Say it with a tip. That's what you say. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's say it with a tip. Yes. Okay, y'all, but, but say it with a smile and a tip. A smile oh, and a tip. And then drink. that drink is going to put you on your butt after that. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to be one and done. Okay, so you love a mojito on vacation. Yes, yes. Love that. Uh, love that energy. Now, yes. you have a 50K sales day. The launch goes platinum. What's the drink on that day? On that day, it's a Hennessy straight. I okay. Know right. Come on, Alabama. It's a, it's a little sippity sip. You know, you pour it in a little whiskey glass. You feel like oh. you're doing something. And you oh. just sip on it like a grown man. I okay. know that's right. Like the, like the boss in the building. Come on, Alabama. You know what? We're going to keep it. Listen, that's, I tell people that all the time. Don't let this bougie Miami, like, coaching business fool you. I'm from the south side of Chicago. ISIS Hello. is from Alabama. Like, we got to keep it G-code. <laughs> Give me some cognac, neat. I listen. I'm here for that. You and I will be having Hennessy together real soon because I yes, need a 50k yes. launch day. I know you have them three times a week, so I'm here for oh, that. <laughs> it's the success for me, y'all. Oh, I'm here for hilarious. it. Okay, I got more questions for you. Now that we've got our cocktail, let's get into some of these other questions. So, okay, I want to talk digital products now. Digitals have been a game changer in my business. And my only regret is I didn't launch them sooner. Okay. Like if I could go back in time, I would have been doing this for a long time. Uh, What is your take on the place of digital products in every entrepreneur's portfolio? Should we all be doing them? Are they only right for some people? What are your thoughts? Um, If you don't want to work yourself to the bone, you need it. Oh, <laughs> y'all can't that's see it. me, but I just fell on the that's floor. It. Okay. 
Who got time to be taking one-on-one clients? I, I, I really am so grateful and so honored and so thankful to the Lord that I'm able to do what I would consider whatever I want to do. I am in Mexico right now. I just moved to Oaxaca. It is beautiful. I just left from Playa del Carmen. I'm going to Greece in about three weeks. I may decide to stay in Spain. Who knows? I don't care. I'll figure out when I get there. And you know why I can do that? Because of my digital products. Because I know even when, because I'm going to stop taking clients after this month, just take a chill for like maybe like two or three months. I'm not worried at all. I right. don't care. I love my clients. I ain't saying I don't care about them, but I don't care about worrying about the money and all that because I know my products are selling daily. Right. And to be told, I really don't even promote them that much. Mm. Almost ever. Unless somebody asks me directly, like, hey, do you have a course on this? Do you have a product on this? Uh, if you really just want, let me tell you something too. Let me not go on a tangent, but it also bothers me. No, we like a tangent. Uh -uh. This is an hour long show. We like a tangent. Go go off. It really bothers me that people make it seem like entrepreneurship has to be so hard. And if you didn't hustle, you didn't earn it. And you got to do this. And yeah, you can get it out the mud. Yeah. Like you go through that phase where you put in the work, but you deserve to just rest. I personally like my money easy where I don't do nothing that's how I know you're on the right show that's why I was telling you that you and I you need to be here because that is my entire lifestyle how can I manifest it to me how can I wake up to more money than I went to sleep I just have no desire to to struggle if I don't have to exactly 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 I don't see the point I am I always tell my friends my family I'm lazy and I'm proud of it yeah as many times as I can find a way to make money without doing anything yes guess God. gonna do it me get into I it, to do it. <laughs> yes I co-sign every single word so then you guys you heard it here first we all need digital products. Like I literally regret that I didn't do it sooner. I don't know what I was waiting for. So my advice to you guys that need digitals, think like this. What do your clients come to you for? What are you known for? What are you the master of? What, um, what do you do better than anybody else? What comes easier to you than it would come to most people? What systems and processes are you already coaching somebody through on the regular for free that you can turn into an ebook, a course, a workshop, a template, a guide, a something, but monetizing your brain, monetizing your mind to work for you instead of you having to see people one-on-one or be on your feet all day or whatever the case may be. If you're an aspiring entrepreneur, come up with a list of things that you are good at that you're better at than everybody else and figure out how to monetize it. I'm telling you that, that, you know, your body has a cap bottom line, the time that you can work in a day, you have to eat and sleep. There's a cap on it. You have a cap on your income. If there is not something working for you in the background, you will never have the success you want to have. That's why I'm team digital products and drop shipping between the two. That's it for me. I'm not going to nobody's (laughs) physical labor for nothing. Yes. Can I share a rule of thumb what my rule of thumb is? Please. Mine is if a question gets asked three times, I'm turning it into a product. The first time is maybe just that one person who wants to ask. The second time might be a coincidence. That third time is God already showing me what I need to be doing, what steps I need to take, and how I can serve people. Come on, somebody. People are asking you all the time. 
That third time is a charm. I need you to turn into something, a course, a paid email list, an ebook, a masterclass, whatever you want to do, turn it into something and sell it. Even if it's to those three people, I have created something and, and sold it privately. You know how many courses I have privately just for DM questions? Well, I don't Get out. My website. Absolutely. So anytime somebody asks me, oh my gosh, Isis, can you help me with this? Yes, I can. Here's a course for $49.99. Get Easy, like, out. So In the, a private sale. Ooh. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. That is a major key. Okay, let me go write that down for my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Uh, okay, I've got another question for you. What do you see people, since we're on the topic of digital products, what do yes. you see people doing wrong in the digital product space? And then what are you seeing that's really innovative regarding selling digital products? What's the tip for those of us who are already yes. doing it that can yes. innovate? And then what are the people doing wrong? I think what I see people doing wrong all the time is trying to be so much like everybody else. Mm. And, and it's also, shameless plug, which is why a lot of people need business coaches because it's easy to see um, what everybody else is doing and want to do it. It's harder to see something outside of the box from a different perspective. And I think that we forget that our audience gets fatigued too. We're seeing the same stuff, the over same products, the same way of, okay, here's another masterclass. That's why webinars, I still love webinars, but that's why webinars kind of went away for a minute because everybody was doing these free webinars to try to sell something. Mm -hmm. People aren't dumb. We know what comes next. So it kind of, you know, you have to almost think outside the box. What was your second part question? Is the what thing. can we do to be innovative in the digital uh, product space? That's okay. what we're doing wrong is copying and pasting. Yes. What can we do yes. right? How can we be uh, unique in the space? I would say to be innovative, really all you have to do is one, stop looking at everybody else. And two, think about what you already like doing, what you already are doing and how you can monetize that. What I mean by that is, for example, um, this month, what is this, August? I don't know when we're going to release this thing, you guys. But um, this is August 2021 right now. In September, my email is going to turn into paid only. So my, I do free tip Tuesdays. I've been building up my audience for over a year. It's going to be paid only. And it's going to be almost like a membership. I'm not doing my membership like everybody else because I don't want to. I've done the membership where I meet with a group of people two or three, four times a month. And although I loved it, it's just not where I am in my space right now. So I had to be innovative and say, okay, how can I still generate that recurring revenue, mm -hmm. um, still get people to pay and give them great content without me having to meet actively with them be in it? Or meet with yes. Them with yes. And so it's something I'm doing already anyway. I'm going to be emailing my list. I'm going to amp it up just a little bit as far as the content. And it's going to be a paid subscription, something really low, like $4.99. That's still going to generate an extra about $30,000 a month for me. I know right? that's right. So you have to really think about what are the things that you're already doing. Just because somebody else isn't doing it, just because everyone else has a free email subscription, doesn't mean that it's wrong that I'm going to charge for mine. Absolutely not. Because it's worth the charge. Yeah. So yeah. think about the things that you're doing that you love doing and how can you charge for that? Even honestly, I probably won't have anything be free in this season even my freebies i'm kind of revamping and they're just going to be low cost they're going to be about ten dollars but i have so many people who have started their business uh figure out what their purpose was like really figured out what their gifts are and applied it 
with from my your free content. So the right. freebies are over. We've done exactly. that. <laughs> exactly. My my freebie is my Instagram. You want to figure out if you want to buy something, binge watch my reels, watch my IGTVs, join my lives, and then help your girls save money for my Isis, future kids' college. You school. are <laughs> you are pre- you're preaching over my life right this second. You are friend. <laughs> you are really getting me together. Y'all, I don't know what to tell you with this podcast. From today on, I'm charging. Like Isis just told me <laughs> we're not doing free no. I've given these people three years of free game and now I am exactly. rethinking the whole thing. Y'all better go listen to these episodes while they are available. <laughs> oh man, I love that so much. That is such a stellar tip to think outside of the box. We do not have to copy and paste what is working for somebody else. Not only that, a lot of people, I feel like they drive themselves up a wall because they saw it work for Asia and they did it and it didn't work for them. Or ISIS or insert favorite coach here. It's not the the thing that I'm doing. It's me. I'm selling myself. That's why it works. ISIS is selling herself at the end of the day. Her energy and her spirit are what sells the product. I could give you guys the recipe. You still ain't going to cook it the same. So stop trying to follow every single thing that you see the next person doing on Instagram. That's not really how business works, guys. And you're really setting yourself up for failure. Yes, one of my favorite sayings is actually somebody else's blessing can be your biggest curse. Because you don't know what they had to go through in order to carry that blessing. Mm -hmm. In order, like a a, a lot of people tell me, oh my gosh, you are so joyful in your work. You are so, uh, you know, just happy with what you do. You're always walking around with a smile on your face. I don't think they understood that that went through. I smile like this today because I went through the struggle. I went through overcoming trauma. I went through crying my eyes out for years over being sexually abused. I smile like I do today and I'm able to love what I do today because I put in the work. But, you know, other people may see that. And I'm not just saying just me. Other people see what somebody else is thriving in. They want to do that. But you don't understand why they ever even thriving in that space. Your why will never be my why. Mm -hmm. I am so passionate about teaching people business is because I don't want any kids to ever go through what I went through. I don't want any kids to go through poverty. I don't want any kids to go through molestation. And if we want to be real, money is a big factor in that. A hundred percent. Money is a huge factor. Money allows you to put your kids in, in better places, better facilities. Money allows you, of course, to make sure that they are eating well, that they go to the best schools and all that. And so that's why I'm equipping, equipping future parents right now with the tools they need to be rich and beautiful and black. Okay. I love that. So I love that. This is why may not be your why. So you have to figure out your own lane. Yep. Agreed. I have nothing to add because facts <laughs> like, yes, she said that. And yep. Don't even think that money does not insulate you from a lot of problems. It does. That's why this is the get rich or get drunk trying show. We stand on wealth. I don't have a money complex at all. I want all of it. As long as we live Absolutely. in a capitalist society, I need it all. <laughs> I don't know what to tell y'all. This is America. This is how society works. And you know, black and white is one thing, but green is something totally different and money talks. And in the society we live in, in order to insulate yourself from a lot, not all, but a lot of problems, the wealthier you are, the uh, more status you gain in life through your business, the better off you'll be. It just is what it is. Like we can do a whole nother show about that, but (laughs) for for now, we're going to get into a get rich tip.
Now you've already given me 45 personally that I just took notes on because <laughs> I'm about to monetize brushing my teeth at this point because you just got yes. me together. But give the people a get rich tip for the okay. week. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to give two because there's two that's. Oh, yeah, I see. I'm, I'm loving just, this giving too. Please. <laughs> just to circle back to those products. It's not about just having one product. I need y'all to have a product suite. I need you to address every problem somebody could come to you for, have something ready that you can give to them. So have a full product and service suite, which is just basically a bunch of stuff that you can sell that people can choose from basically like a, a, a branded store. Um, that's number one. Now, the second thing, and I'm sure you've heard this saying before, is that you don't get rich by saving. Okay. One thing that <laughs> you can save, 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 save all day, but if your money isn't multiplying, honestly, what? Come on now. Pointless. So, um, my biggest thing is I am not shy about saying this at all. I rarely save any of my business income. I want to say about nine shoot, maybe more than that. Honestly, probably about ninety-eight percent of everything I've ever earned is now in the market. It Love is invested it. Um, and it multiplies. I'm not shy about money. Just yesterday, one of my trading accounts made like $4,000. I just want you to understand that is possible. That's part of having passive income. It's not just the digital products. It's not just having a social media. It's making sure that you are also being a good steward of your finances. So please make sure that you're also uh, investing your money however you can. I love using like TD Ameritrade. Uh, Fundrise is a great app. Uh, Acorns is even great to start with. So there's a, a lot of ways to start investing your money. I love that. Major, major key, multiple products, as well as always investing. You guys know we don't save around here. I've talked about that a million times. The bank is robbing you. Uh, yes. Inflation is robbing you. It is a scam. The only person that gets rich when you save is the bank. Uh, saving is for poverty mindset. It just is, y'all. This is not, I don't have time to debate this. Just take my word for it. Take <laughs> ISIS's word for it. We tell y'all what we know because we came from the struggle and we're not going back. So Absolutely if not. you guys want to come with us, this is Team Investment. Again, another episode. So you know what? I'm just going to have to have ISIS back on another episode because we on. have more to talk Let's about. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, y'all heard it here first. She confirmed. Okay, now <laughs> I want to get into social media monetization. Um, I think Instagram, honestly, is like the biggest blessing to us millennials. You can reach 8 billion people um, for free from your phone 24-7, yes. 365. Uh, what would you say is your biggest tip to someone who wants to monetize Instagram. What is one thing that they could do to turn up their Instagram account and make money from it? Um, I, I really want to be that coach who gives like a, a tangible tip of this is what you need to do a step by step. But I'm just gonna be honest, y'all need to stop being so damn scared. Like, can I curse? Scared money don't make no money. <laughs> of course you can. I'm not cursing um, for you. What you mean? <laughs> I'm reeling it in for your audience. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Please, um, turn up. No, I'm like, seriously, people, I, so many people come to me and they're like, oh, I don't know if people are going to buy this. I don't know if I should put this out. I don't know if I should do this. It's can giving just, low self-esteem for can me. Can you just try? How about that? Can we just try and see? You never know. I had a client who was like, I don't want to 
sell this high ticket offer. Her offer is $9,000. She's like, I don't want to sell this because I've never had it at this price and I don't know if people are going to buy in and yada, yada, yada. I was like, Nia, just oops, say her name. Nia, just put it out there, girl. Well, hey, girl. And, Shout out to you. <laughs> hey, girl. And, uh, and she got two people, $18,000. Love it. You know? I'm here for so, it. You, now, you do you want to be sitting home. on the other side of $18,000 or do you want to sit on the side of $0? That's it. All she did was shoot her shot and that put 18 racks in her pocket. Scared money yes. don't make no money, y'all. Yes, I agree 100%. Stop being so scared. Yes. And I feel like even at the end of the day, the worst thing that's going to happen is now you have stats to track. Right. If you put something out and you're actually actively marking it and nobody's buying it or something like that, at least now you get to see, okay, what made people click? What made right. people respond? What maybe push people away? All of those things are still very important. Yep. Now you have data to research. I agree a hundred percent. What is the worst case scenario? And not only that, people gonna judge you either way. They are going to judge you. They are going to talk shit. They talk, they hate it on Jesus. They're gonna hate on you. Either way you yes. slice it, either, <laughs> either you're not doing enough and you're bum or you're doing too much. Either way, people are going to talk crap. And either way, you're going to wind up six feet under someday. So you either shoot your shot, try and fail, try again, fail again, and finally make it. Or you live your entire life on the sidelines, shoulda, woulda, coulda, wishing you could have launched the product. So Instagram is not the place to be scared. Everybody's scared. I launched scared. I guarantee you, ISIS launched scared. You I know how terrified I was? Okay. I used to literally, no, I am not kidding. I used to get ready to sit down and go live and I will yeah. black out. My boyfriend's like, you can't keep doing this. Now you can't see, keep doing this. Yeah, that's extra bad. Lord have mercy. Oh my God. And look at you now sitting on a multiple six figure digital empire, even though you were so scared, you used to black out now. That's crazy. I thought I was yes. bad. That's crazy. <laughs> I would be sweating getting ready to go live, mm -hmm. like freaked out, having a glass of wine. And then I got on live, maybe not my first or second time, but like my third time I made $10,000 on live. And I said, oh, come on. Yeah. Well, Guess we go on live every week. Yes. Man, <laughs> this is a bag. You guys are blocking your blessings. You praying for things and not putting in the work because you scared. And the same God that gave you the idea is the same God that will carry you through. Look at Isis. She was, she went from blacking out y'all to conquering Instagram and literally taking over my real speed. So I, we don't want to hear no excuses. Um, speaking of God carrying you through, you integrate religion into your brand, which I don't ever see a lot of. Like, can you um, tell me about that decision? Yes. Well, for me, it's not a decision. I'm gonna be real. For me, it's just like it's life. I don't I don't see how anybody could separate the two. And I'm not saying in a judging way. I'm saying yeah, just for you. I, I've seen what people where they say, Oh, well, I don't want to mix my religion with my this. And but I'm like, how are you making your decisions then? Is God not leading your business? Is God not showing because for me that's the only way? When sometimes some strategies, some things, some ideas only come to me during fasting and prayer, right? And I'm not gonna sit there and pretend like it was just me. Gotcha. I'm just gonna share what it was. Um, 
And so for me, I think it's because I am one, well, I'm always getting my, growing my relationship with the Lord, but I feel like because I have that relationship where I'm talking to him daily and I'm in my word, it, it just, it comes so naturally. Like I'll be reading a piece of the Bible and I'm like, man, that's I got to share this. <laughs> yeah. Like that is such a good business tip. Uh, it is so funny. So I just integrate it. That's I was a new one. Wait, wait, wait. That's a new one. It's business tips in the Bible. It's so many business tips in the Bible. Stop. Okay, it's no, so no. many business tips in the Bible. I even I went I went live the other day and I was talking about Naaman in mm-hmm. the Bible, who was this. I keep it short. He was this great warrior, um, but he had leprosy, which basically okay. means his skin was a little, you know, off. It wasn't good. It was a little gross back in the day. Gotcha. Um, and so he basically. He had to, long story short, he had to humble himself. Um, he had to take advice from a servant to go to uh, this prophet. The prophet wouldn't even see him. The prophet sent his servant out and was like, hey, go bathe in this river. For him, it was like a dirty river. It was a Jordan River back then. So he had to like really, really humble himself and really trust God. Uh, as he, the, hum, the prophet told him to dip himself in the water seven times and he'll be clean. And as he's like dipping, he's on dip three, dip four, dip five, nothing's changing. He's starting to doubt God. And he just really had to sit there and still have faith. And on the seventh, he came up and was clean and he dedicated his life to God after that. Now, some people just read that like, okay, I need to bathe because I don't need no dirty skin. (laughs) But I read that as, you know, one, sometimes you have to humble yourself uh, below the Lord. Like you have to really trust where he's taking you even when it's something that you don't want to go he didn't want to be in that you know that little dirty river sometimes there are people you need to apologize to that you may not want to sometimes there are not this but sometimes there are plot pop podcasts or smaller platforms or larger platforms or something that you feel led to do and you may think oh that may be beneath me and all this crap that i hear all the time that's not humbling yourself that's not being obedient so that really showed me to just trust in everything that I do um, and then always give it back to the Lord and, and rededicate and let people know where this blessing came from not to fall in love with the blessing itself oh I got this I got this but the person who gave it to me mm, and, and so the journey people, yes yes so uh there's a lot of business tips in the bible honey that's a good place to start you know nobody <laughs> ever told me that that is a new one I love it and that just goes to show you guys like your audience is there for you. Isis can be herself. She can talk about her religion and business at the same time. She doesn't have to pick and choose. And the message there is to be your authentic self. It's yes. no point in trying to show up on the internet as somebody you're not. Why? Behind a mm-hmm. phone. Like, mm-hmm. be yourself. There are enough Kardashians on the planet. No shade to Kim. Obviously, I love them. But there is enough... Um, of that there is enough of everybody else there is enough there is only one you that is your unique value proposition that is your differentiator that is why you're going to make more money than the next person because your audience is going to identify with you but you're so busy hiding yourself and you're so busy watering yourself down how sway we can't water down the money so we can't water down the personality that's why when I show up and I curse and I drink and I do all the shenanigans, but I'm still going to give you this content. I'm going to gather you. Yes. I'm going to teach you. But as Asia, I can't, I have no desire to build a business as anybody other than me. Cause then mm-hmm. what's the point? The money is only, it only matters. And the success only matters when you do it your way. 
Because if not, I might as well get a job. I can get a job. Yeah, and you lead to being so miserable. I remember when I first started, like, sharing my faith, I almost, I was taken aback because, you know, humbly, I'm a sexy woman, okay? I work for this body. I like to show it. I like to wear my bikini. Uh, I cuss here and there. You know what I'm saying? So I had, I would would still teach the Bible. I'm like, like, hey, Jesus is going to get you all the way together. He's going to check your damn life. You know what I'm saying? And that is just me. But I had these trolls and DMs saying a Christian woman would never, uh, literally somebody told me a Christian woman would never look sexy. I said, well, you ain't met no good Christian women. <laughs> Period. Like, who told you that line? I'm confused, but my future Christian husband, <clears throat> I'm sure he's going to appreciate this body. He absolutely so, will. Um, but I say there's going to be times where you really have to stand firm in who you are and just accept it and love it and understand that God makes absolutely zero mistakes because there are going to be people who are from different points of life, they don't understand or they're jealous or they want to be where you are or whatever it may be. There are going to be people who are going to attack you and, and say that what you're doing is wrong or because it's not the way that they would do it. And that's right. fine. But either they go do it themselves or they leave you alone. And, so. on, and on that note, okay, like, <laughs> that's why I tried to tell y'all they're going to judge you either way. So you might as well do what you want to do. Okay, I've got another question for you. So I've heard you say that audience building is a major component of success. How do we build engaged audiences? Like, especially ones that are ready to buy. Yes, I feel like one, step one, stop overthinking it, okay? People, and I said to say people try to build engagement and they are so awkward like it's it's just robotic right robotic questions please comment below and let me know your thought <laughs> like no i'm not commenting because that's weird like right did um, a bot but, write this or did you yeah. write this yeah. <laughs> yeah like are you really trying to talk to me honestly here's my thing the, the easiest advice I can give you, and excuse me if you hear the uh, fire truck in the background. Lord, You're fine. Things up in the city. Uh, but the easiest thing I can give you is just talk to your audience like you would talk to your friend. Like a real friend, not that friend that you can't stand and not that friend that you- Like your best friend. Like your best friend. Like stop trying to sugarcoat stuff. Stop trying to hide your life. There's so like, if you had a struggle and you made it through, share it. Right. If you if you figured out something, if you there's so many things that I used to believe in in social media, I'm like, oh, this don't work no more. It's old, it's dusty, it's crusty. So many people are like, oh, but I don't want to backtrack on my words. Why? You would still talk to your best friend, like, oh, I used to date that dude and now I can't stand him. Right. The same thing on social media. Oh, I used to use that strategy. Now I can't stand it. Right. Mm-hmm. So just being open and honest and talking to people like you would with your friend. I mean, it, it simply is that if, if I'm not going to ask my friend to text me their whole life story, I'm not going to do that either on the comment, on the caption. I'm not going to say, drop below how you feel about the first time when you were five and you did right. this. Like, no, I don't talk to my Make best friend. Make it easy like for that. them. Make yeah, it easy just make them. it easy to them. And, and I think that's the uh, one, that's the first thing too. When you do start getting people to comment like reward that and by reward that I mean just like respond back keep the conversation going ask them questions right if you had a friend who came up to you and was like hey girl how's your day and you're like I'm good and she's like okay bye it's like uh, well that died strange like what's going on so do the same thing I see some people they finally get comments and they're like somebody will comment say this post was really great it helped me with this this and this and they comment back thank you 
Do you know how awkward that is in the real world? Right. It's extremely awkward. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to keep commenting on your stuff because you don't even like value the fact that I sat here and took my time to respond. They forget that social media, the first word is social. Be social, socialize, have conversations just like you would in real life. I think that is an excellent tip. Talk to these people like they are your best friend and- Talk to them like you would talk to them in real life. Major, major key. And listen to your audience, guys. It's that simple. Like Isis built products based on what her audience was already interested in. That's how you get people to buy. Instead of forcing down their throat something that they don't want, something that they never asked for, what are they asking for? What products can you build based on what your audience needs, what their pain points are, what their desires are, and what they are actually telling you that they want. I think um, stories are great for that. Like stories, the engagement stickers, just ask them what they're looking for. Yes. And people tell me all the time, oh my gosh, my audience isn't asking me questions, (laughs) even on their stories. They're like, oh, you know, on my, on my story, people aren't asking me anything. They aren't okay. Get creative, right? Right, Like go to YouTube and go into the comment section and see what people are complaining about. That's telling you what they need. Go on Reddit and go into these Reddit and see what people are asking. That's telling you what they need. Go into these big influencers and big brand profiles and look at the comments that they just ignore when people ask the question. That's somebody telling you what they need. They may not be talking to you directly, but they are talking to you. You need to get creative. TikTok, TikTok, I mean, TikTok just broke the code. They literally have a question sticker on people's profile where you can go through and look at all the questions that somebody asked a certain influencer. Go through those. Like they may not be asking you, but they are asking. I love that. All right. See, we're not going to be lazy out here, especially with social media. These are apps that can live in your phone. You can be on your, you know, sitting on the couch, scrolling through, gathering data and research. You guys cannot be lazy when you want to build businesses this big. And that's exactly what it is. Businesses, these are not hobbies for us. We're not on social media for fun. We're on social media because we're creating empires that have impact that will take (laughs) care of us for generations. Like it's not a game and it doesn't have to be for you guys. And the average millennial is spending two and three hours a day on social media anyway. You might as well get on there and get you some money. And like, let's not talk about for? the Gen Zers, okay? Uh, I'm, I don't even know what's how much time. No, no. <laughs> I'm not even, I don't know any Gen Zers <laughs> and I like it that way. I'm good. No shade if y'all are listening. I just, I'm not there. It, I okay, yeah, I'm right on the cusp. Okay? On the cusp. You barely made it. So I call myself a millennial Z. <laughs> Okay, because I am I'm on both. I understand both. I love both generations. <laughs> and see, that's why she on TikTok and I'm not because I'm like, what? I barely hanging on with reels. If reels didn't make me money, I would never make a reel. <laughs> oh my god, a uh, uh, millennial zier. That's a new one. I love it. I love it. Oh, wait, I've got wait. This question I'm super excited to ask you. Okay. Okay. So I want to talk about pricing. Okay. So many women. Sisters, especially struggle, like you were talking about your girl, your client struggle with selling or settling on a price for service based businesses. Now, I had done my research on you, obviously, Mm -hmm. and looked into your packages and your offerings. And let me tell you something about ISIS. She don't have no problem 
with setting a price. She zero problem. You're gonna now you could get a Honda Civic or you could work license. Those are your options. Yeah, that's that cash. And which one's gonna help you make money? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you could buy you a Civic cash or you could spend time with ISIS. She set the price, honey. So my question to you is. And, and before I even ask the question, like, I want my listeners to know, because I do this for a living, because I interview people, because I'm a coach, I look at people's pricing and packages all day long. And I can assure y'all, these other races, these mediocre, you know, Bob from accounting, when he started his coaching business, it's $10,000 an hour. Yes. He don't have no testimonials. Mm-hmm. And people don't have a it. website. And he booked out. He is booked out for the year at $10,000 an hour as a mediocre coach from the middle of nowhere with no receipts. He will charge, it's $10,000 an hour. Meanwhile, some of y'all are working, you know, 100 hours a week. You got 10,000 clients and you charging $75, you know, a year for your membership. And I don't understand. You working yourself to the bone and it's just a problem with women, especially black women, we are having this barrier to success that we're inventing for ourselves, where we feel like we need to be accessible to everybody, affordable to everybody. And I don't understand it. Um, but you now, like, I thought I was the price expert, honey, you have gathered me. You have, I'm, I raised my prices just after I looked at your website. I didn't even (laughs) hire you yet. And I raised my prices. What are your tips or what is your advice for service-based entrepreneurs and pricing their services? Um, of course, well, I want to start with two things first. Um, number one, I'm always going to suggest to operate with integrity. And I say that because we are in a place where everyone's like, raise your price, raise your price, raise your price. And I, I may be a little different here. There are coaches who say there's no price that's too high. I feel like in your heart, you know, when there's a price that's too high, when you know that you can't deliver desired results and you just put that price there because somebody For said vanity reasons. that price, right. exactly. The price is too high. Number one. Um, so I really just want people to keep that in mind. And then secondly, understand that when you, this is kind of like a pre-work, when you set yourself up for success, i.e. you quit comfortably, (laughs) you have more of that kind of leisure within yourself to put your price at a higher place because you're not worried about if somebody's going to book it, if somebody's going to work with you because you have that set. So I do want to just remind you too, a lot of the things that that come with having a successful business is getting your mind right before you start. And a lot of getting your mind right before you start is getting your money right before you start. So I am very big on not quitting your job until it's time to quit your job. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. But I I personally, and I don't even know if this is a lot of money now. I really don't. I was at, I saved about 75,000 before I quit my teaching job. Oh, I love that. I just needed to know that I could at least have a little, like two, two of my salaries, two years Yeah, <laughs> to just figure stuff out before. Uh, and so that was like something, and I, yours does not have to be that large. I am a worrier and a stressor and it's something I'm working through with my therapist. But for me, I needed to make sure yeah, that you were covered. That yeah. Yes. That emergency yes, fund is imperative. Yes. I don't know if you need two years, but I yes, would you say may not need two. six months. You need to have six months of all your expenses tight, good to go. Not only that, you guys, your 
business needs to be making you more money than your job would have made you. So yes. six months of expenses yes. and your your like you should be losing money by going to work at this point before you quit. Let's get comfortable, especially with this panorama that's going on. Life is different. COVID has gathered us. We need to make sure our money is right before we quit our job. I support that 100%. We need to have integrity in our offers and our products. And then how, and we raise the price after we get yes. that comfortability level. Yes, yes. Okay. So, I, and, I, and I do want to add too, there are, I'm going to do a shameless plug here. On no, my please. email subscription, on my email subscription, we're going to be diving into sales funnels and pricing and all that stuff. And again, it's only going to be like $5 a month. So y'all are lucky. I love um, that. Girl, they so can I afford it. This is the get rich <laughs> they, they got it. Look, uh, but I do want to add that um, how I price myself and the reason my pricing is so high. And for me, my VIP day is between four and six hours is $9,000. Probably going to raise again, I'm pretty sure to like 15. Uh, that's the price I'm looking at. But the reason my pricing is so high is because, and I want you to keep this in mind when you're working with clients, is my clients don't have to come back to me. This is a one-time thing. I'm not giving some kind of uh, real strategy, Instagram strategy that's going to work for a season. I'm giving you an actual content strategy, business plan, marketing plan, finance plan that you can use, rinse, repeat, no matter the season, no matter the app, no matter the foundation, you can use it forever, right? You never have to come back to me. So I want you to think about that in your business too. That's just one of like, I would say probably 15 ways I realized that you could price your things, but also think about how often you want your people to shop for you, how often they're actually going to need this, right? If you were getting your hair done, ladies, we getting our hair done. If, if she charged us $4,000 every time we need to go get a sew-in, how many times would we be getting that sew-in? Never. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's priced accordingly for the most part. If I'm getting a four thousand dollars sewing, it better last for at least a year and a half, two years, at right? At least. So you also, yes. <laughs> so you need to keep that in mind. If you're doing something where you want people to uh, take your program three times to go from one thing to the next, you may not need it to be twenty thousand dollars. Right. Let's be real, because you have to look at the spend of what the average lifetime spend of what your consumer is going to use. If they're going to be spending, they're going to look at your price and say, "Well, I got to spend a hundred thousand dollars just to work with her over this year." It's probably a hell no on their end. It would so be for me. You have to have a price that's going to match how often you also want people. That's just one factor. This is truthfully, there are tons of factors, but I feel like that's one of the biggest things I see. Um, there are people who will give away like these grand VIP days. I'm like, why is your VIP day $300? Ooh, oh no see those are the people yes. that i scream at all the time when i'm just like it, a blanket statement of raise the price yes it's, it's so many people that do that they'll have an eight hour day for 300 dollars. i'm like girl you I might as well understand. stay at that job at the bank you might what are you well. a coach for i don't i don't understand i don't and the amount of bandwidth get, though not gonna lie I, but i'm on the other end of it too because mm. i don't see why there are reals courses that say how to add text to your reels for $1,200. Now, you know see, okay, now I never like, saw that. They play you, it. <laughs> oh, I have seen, I have seen some very basic real courses for $1,200. And I'm like, now, you know, a reel is not, that's a, that's a whole story for a different day. I'm so sick of people acting like reels is a content strategy. Yeah. Now, I'm still stuck on 1200 y'all. My, my, wow. Get but that, and that's what I, that's what I mean when I say we need to operate out of integrity. A hundred percent. We don't, we don't scam around here. We exactly, don't want no exactly. shenanigans. You can read the testimonials, the reviews, the tears from the people who love our content. 
is for a reason because we pour ourselves into it and we're blessed because of it and not just financially just blessed in general because we give so uh so much to others and what i love about instagram is it allows me and you to teach people who can't afford us like the free game yes. that you get from isis's instagram from my instagram from my podcast if you just had the diligence to sit and string those three years worth of information together that's a six-figure play right there yes. on instagram <laughs> if you didn't invest a dollar into anything that i teach you privately if you had the time to go through my igtvs that'll make you six figures right there and isis's yes. program is yes. the exact same way so i love it the price is the price we said what we said and if you can't afford it that's okay we've got free content out there for you and you know that's what manifestation is for so i'm manifesting my nine thousand dollar day if y'all want to uh contribute if you want to cash at me so i can get in this program <laughs> just <Hello>. let me <laughs> know i appreciate y'all okay <laughs> so i've got i know you're a book lover because you are yes, always yes. reading yes. on stories um give me <laughs> a get rich read what book should the girls be downloading mm -hmm. today what is it for the people other than uh -oh. the bible <laughs> other than the bible yes the bible that's number one <laughs> okay again here i'm gonna have to give two yes one is a i love this one is a fiction. i'm gonna have to explain it um let's start with the fiction we'll start with the fiction okay the fiction one is called american marriage okay and it is such an amazing book Never i don't want to spoil it. it i'm not spoiling it by telling you this this is on the back of the cover but it's a story about a, a couple roy and celeste and roy they're black and they're in southern atlanta and roy gets arrested uh falsely for falsely accused of being a rapist oh he um goes to jail for years and it basically destroys their marriage and it is a great, 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 great read. Even when you know what's happening, again, all of that is on the back of the cover. Even though you know what the story is about, it's still, it is so, especially if you're from Atlanta or have spent some time in Atlanta, it is so relatable. It mm. is, so, honestly, if you're just black, it is just so relatable. But from that story, I remember just, it, it was heartbreaking because it's, it's so true for so many of our black men. It is just so true. And, and that was another push for me to just be like, you know what? I got to get my stuff together. Like I got to help so many. I got to help my people. I got, it was a motivation for me to make sure that this stops happening in real life. And the author actually based this off of kind of like a real conversation that she came across from a couple who was arguing over the situation. Uh, and it's just, it's just so real. So I also, I really love reading Anything that is just black, okay? Okay, black everything. Thanks. Yes, black everything. Uh, I would say one book that, and again, both of these aren't really business focused, but I would say one that just changed my mindset was The Power of Now. Oh, um, a classic. Yes, yes. Power of Now is so amazing. It reminds me of like this saying, there's a saying that says, uh, let me make sure I get this right. Um, living in the past leads to depression. Living in the future leads to anxiety. Living in the present leads to peace. Oh. And I feel like in essence, that is the whole wrap up of the book to show you not only just how to live in the present, but how to break away from living in the past and living in the future in the future. Because in our business, I feel like we definitely, a lot of people definitely are living in the future way too much. 
And it's causing anxiety. It's always like, what is the next thing I need to do? Q3, uh, what's happening in Q4? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I mean, I have people come to me and they're like, one day, and it's, and it's great to have goals, but you have to kind of scale it in and figure out what you're focusing on. Because I've had clients that come to me and say, okay, well, in 2020, 2025, I really want to be able to be doing this with my clients. Not in 2025. And, yes, and they stress <laughs> over that. They stress over it. Sheesh. And it's like, what can you do right now to make sure you're taking steps towards that goal? I have my goals. I don't live in the future, though. I have my 2023 goal is to have my black and brown community center. I keep saying that, and I hope that's something that's not illegal. I mean, I'm not going to turn people away. But I do want to put it specifically in a, in a black and brown neighborhood so that I can have offer, like, free child care. After school I love program, that. As low as I can. That's my 2023 goal, which is why I'm in Mexico right now learning mm-hmm. Spanish to make sure that I'm able to communicate with everyone who works on the building, all of the families who come in because Dallas has a really large Spanish speaking population. So that I just want you to kind of narrow in on what are those things you can focus on right now to make sure that you are achieving those goals. So I really love the power of now. Um, it's amazing. That's a great recommendation. As always, guys, I will link all this stuff (laughs) in the show notes. You know, I never, never let you down. All right. I've got two last questions for you. The first one is, all right, I'm a firm believer and I preach this all the time. I don't know what I don't know. Like, and I'm cool with that. So what question should I have asked you? What do you have a, 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 a sparkle of info on <laughs> that I don't even know you have a sparkle of info on and I didn't even know to ask. What should oh I have asked God. you, Isis? Um, I would say definitely marketing trends and understand what's going to work. And what's yes, work. well, hit me with a good yes. marketing trend. <laughs> I love it. My notebook yes. is right here. Yes. Well, I, I would say, gosh, there's so many. There's, so, of course, short form video is one. I would say right now, uh, if you don't already have a text marketing platform, then definitely do that. Uh, text marketing is becoming increasingly popular and text marketing has always been popular. I would say more so for large businesses and not so much for brands, but it's really becoming popular for brands as well. And it can be, you know, as simple as sending out, I personally, I send like quick little discount codes to certain people. Or for, if I'm in Atlanta, I can say, hey, I'm doing a pop-up shop in Atlanta, come visit and, you know, all these different things. And the difference between text message marketing, email marketing, even though I love email marketing, I will never, ever let it go still one of the biggest ways that I make income passively. Um, But one of the differences is people have to kind of check for their email and their text is right there. No one's missing their text. Almost no one. Unless for some reason they are fasting from their phone or putting it away or something like that. But 99% yes. of people have that phone yes. with them all day yes. long. Yeah. So this is the time to be uh, cross-marketing between your platforms, getting people from your email list on your text, getting people from Instagram to your text, from your text to your email. All this, you should have about the same amount of people as a, a goal, same amount of people that you have on your email list and on your Instagram and all that in your text communities as well. I love that. That is a major key. Um, That's a really great reminder for myself as I prepare to launch two projects in September. Let me go get SMS bump together. Thank you so much, Isis. Yes, God. See, that's why I asked. 
That's why I asked. I need the reminder. Guys, when I interview people, I literally only interview people I admire or I want to work with or I know I can learn a ton from. So when I'm excited to talk to people, it's because I want to talk to Isis. I want to know <laughs> what's on her mind. Like people give me that feedback all the time. Like you're so lit. Yes, because I'm thrilled to talk to these people because they have so much to teach me and so much to teach you guys. And that's why I started this podcast because everybody don't have $9,000 to talk to ISIS. And by the time this episode dropped, it's going to be $28,000. So I'm trying to help the culture. That's how I'm giving back to the community. All right, babe, my final question for you is how can the people get in touch with you? How can they find ISIS Brianna? How can they learn more? How can they get um, into your email list that is about to explode. Give them, give them the scoop. Well, everything, I still feel like the easiest way to always find everything is just being on my Instagram. Uh, you'll see me. I do a lot of what I call secret offers. A lot of the things I launch, people don't even realize I launched it until it's already sold out. So I said to say, just be aware, sit on some post notifications, story notifications. You never know what I'm going to post. Um, but from Instagram, you'll be able to click on my website, which is isisbriana.com. All of my information is there. Uh, if you do want to submit questions, I have a blog where you can submit questions and I answer the ones that I can't answer for free. I ain't, ain't going to sugarcoat you. I'll be real. The ones that I can't answer for free, uh, I answer on the blog. So, you know, those are the best ways to get in touch with me. So it's at Isis Brianna. That is I-S-I-S-B-R-E-A-N-N-A on Instagram. And I'll see you there. <laughs> Absolutely. And I will, of course, link that for you guys in the show notes and no need to write it down. Isis, you were fantastic. I knew it. Thank you. Thank you. So are you. <laughs> Thank you, honey bunny. And that's just a message to y'all out there. Shoot your shot. Get in those DMs. I was talking to Isis's email for like two months and she <laughs> finally had the time. So shoot your shot, guys. That is the thing I want to leave you on. It was another stellar episode of Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying and I will see you all next week. Be good. Bye. All right, guys, before we get out of here, I want to drop something really special for you and let you know that I'm doing a free drop shipping training coming up really, really soon. I'm going to link the information about it in the show notes. Now is your time to sign up and make sure you get on the list. This will be a 100% free training, which I never do, and I'm super, super excited about it but it has a limited capacity. So make sure you sign up. Thank you again to Isis Brianna for joining us and I will catch you guys next week.